When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Daniel, you're pretty new here. We play Tuesday, true or false. On Tuesday, obviously, and we do it thanks to Repco. You can rely on your local Repco authorised service centre for expert car service, book online at repco.com. The deal is, mate, I make a statement, you rate it true or false, and uh, then we'll alternate over the course of the um, over the course of this segment. Right, first of all, footy one for you to get me underway. More clubs will adapt to a two-ruck model in 2023. So if you look at Fremantle, they've gone Darcy and Jackson. If you look at uh, the Melbourne, they've brought in Grundy to go with Gorn. So that's going to be something that we'll see a lot next year. Yeah, look, I'm going false on that. I think that um, we're, very, we're very much a prisoner of the moment society. And I think that if you look back at the previous decade of premiers, you've got Geelong in 22 without a great Ruckman, Richmond in 22. But they played with two Ruckman. They played with two Ruckman. But, I mean, in saying that, one one's a good Ruckman and one's, I, I guess he plays everywhere, a utility. So... Mm. I still think that you're going to have teams that are going to go, no, we'll back in our number one ruck and we'll have someone pinch. Again, the example of that is Richmond in, in uh, 2020, 2019, 2017. They did it with Sean Grigg. Saw the Bulldogs win it and then Hawthorne for three years as well. So I think that um, that's going to be a great tandem to watch. But if you haven't got it, why would you play it? Um, so I think that uh, I'm going to go false on that one. Okay, right. Uh, I'll put a little asterisk alongside that. I think we'll see a few of them next year. Well, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to throw this one out your hooky. I'm going to go Port Adelaide is flag favourite next year. Port Adelaide should be around the mark of flag favourite. If you are not considering Port Adelaide a top four team with what they've been able to do with the draft over the last 24 hours, then I don't think you're giving enough credit to where they're at. This is absolutely a team that's chips in. They've brought a really important small forward in. They've brought potentially one of the biggest name midfielders in the game that we'll see. And you've played against Jason Horn Francis. You'd know only too well how good he is. Port Adelaide should be absolutely all chips in on being a top four team next year. And if you make top four, I reckon you are right in it to your eyeball. So, yep, they are one of the flag favourites for me for sure. Uh, right, for you. I'm going to double-edged sword this one here for you, Daniel. Six years too long for a deal for Jason Horn francis Three years too short for a deal for Isaac Rankin. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm going to touch on Horn francis first. I think that you can look at it, you can sit in two camps with this one. I'm going to say that it's potentially false, to be honest, on the on the too long for JHF. The reason being is the CBAs um, come in and there's so much more money, obviously, in each CBA. So to give him six years, what he's going to be getting in his sixth year is might sound like a lot at the moment, but when we get there in six years' time, I guarantee you people will be saying he's been underpaid. Yeah. So I actually don't mind it. Um, probably not a hot take. I think a lot of people will say it is too long. 
And on uh, Isaac Rankin, the same thing there. I'm going to say um, too short, false as well. You back, I like how he's backing himself in as a player. Um, three years he's gone. I'm going to get a decent amount of money, but there's going to be plenty more money in the next CBA as well. So I like that he's done that. It does give him um, – basically it's, it's all on the way he plays, and he wants to play in the midfield, and if he does that, then he's going to be electric. I'm going to go to this one here, and I'm going to go to um, – the Gold Coast, actually, after what they've done with Jack Bowes, I'm going to go Gold Coast need a new list manager after giving up pick seven and Jack Bowes to the reigning premiers. Absolutely the most false thing I've ever heard in my life. It is a complete load of rubbish that this is the fault of the list manager at Geelong. I think the Jack Bowes trade it represents the total inequity of the system in AFL football. Geelong's a footy heartland in Melbourne, and to be fair, so is Adelaide and Perth. These places have two big material advantages. They get big crowds of adoring fans who turn up to create an atmosphere of belonging, and you know what we're talking about there. They've got huge corporate support, which can supplement inferior playing income. I mean, try and get a deal working Channel 7 Gold Coast when you're uh, when you're a Gold Coast player. So it's a one-way street for these clubs with the go-home factor. There's no... No go-home factor for Gold Coast or Western Sydney. Barely any AFL player is from there. So Geelong have a huge advantage. They can cut... I feel sorry for Gold Coast that have got to cut a deal with a guy like Jack Bowes to pay him all sorts of money to try and keep him. They're juggling all sorts of people on their books. It's really, really difficult. It's an inequitable system, and the AFL should actually give a 10 15% kick-along in the salary cap for those sorts of clubs. And when Tassie comes in, give them 25%. That is a massive problem, I reckon, in AFL football right now. One more for you. The Adelaide 36 is going to make the finals this season. Yes, they're absolutely going to make the finals. I think there was plenty of talk about the game where they beat the Phoenix Suns last week. Um, incredible. Randall, uh, the shooting guard, looks great. He's got 35. Franks, the power for 37. And McCarran had 16 assists in that game. And CJ Bruton, the new coach, has come in too. I don't think they're just going to make the finals. I think they're actually potentially going to win the comp this year. So that's definitely true. The uh, last one I've got for you is we're going to go to cricket. We're going to go to the much maligned Southern District Cricket Club should be rated the number one club in South Australia. This is true. Uh, they are absolutely kicked around like uh, like a – they're piffed like a, an empty packet of chips, Southern District, and they are actually, quite frankly, on my rating, the number one club in the competition – I reckon they're probably going to end up in Division 2 next year. They've lost their women's teams. It's it, They've really struggled. But I'll put it to you like this. Alex Carey, arguably alongside Travis Head, the best player we've produced in the last 15 years, is from Southern District. Talia McGrath, right now probably the number one all-rounder in the world, produced by Southern District Cricket Club. And even though, strictly speaking... Uh, Southern District didn't produce her. She went to Sturt. But Megan Shute, the number one bowler in the world for women's cricket, comes from Hackham, grew up in that southern area. So as much as this club has been maligned and has had some real challenges, they actually deserve to be really encouraged and supported because they produce some of the best players we've ever been able to see in the last 15 years in Australian cricket. So Southern District... They're underrated, but they are doing a wonderful job, and I just hope they stick with it down there. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Well, that wraps up a Tuesday True or False. And that- Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.